1: So as part of our proactive hunting processes, we uh, usually keep tabs on the different types of malicious files that we see out in the field, you know, in our telemetry, uh, out out on uh, public repositories, and that's how we got the initial lead for uh, this specific APT and the specific infection chains and the related malware. That's
0: Ashir Malholtra from Cisco Talos. The research we're discussing today is titled Inside Copy How This APT Continues to Evolve Its Arsenal. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Well, let's dig into some of the details here. Can can we start off with just a, an overview of, of exactly what it is we're talking about here and the, the types
1: of things that they do? Sure. So our research focuses on a group called SideCopy. Uh, this is uh, a group that focuses primarily on the Indian subcontinent with a very heavy focus on India and Afghanistan and uh, a little bit of focus on Pakistan as well. This is a group that primarily targets government entities specifically military personnel and uh, diplomatic uh, personnel and then we've seen a few civil servants you know um, traditional government uh, employees being targeted as well this group tries to carry out espionage uh, using a variety of different uh, malware and accompanying plugins as well and that's what this whole white paper is all about that's what our whole uh, research is all about we we basically Tear apart the entire arsenal of this Apt group and you know we talk about it and we present it.
0: well let's walk through it together maybe let's uh, let's go through from start to finish here. I mean let's say I'm one of those folks that uh, that they're trying to target. How would I find myself initially compromised?
1: Uh, so usually uh, you'll you'll get an email uh, in your inbox which contains a malicious Windows link, uh, a malicious link file or a malicious shortcut. Uh, or you'll get a, a, a link to the actual uh, malicious shortcut file, and they're basically trying to social engineer you into opening that specific file. Uh, once you open up that file, it uh, you know what follows is a very convoluted chain of uh, infection, consisting of different types of HTA files, different types of loader DLLs, ultimately resulting in a remote access trojan, which is a RAT being deployed on your computer or on your system or your endpoint. And that's the whole infection process as a whole. They put a lot of effort into social engineering because you know they have to entice users into opening up their malicious files, uh, which is why we see different types of themes that are related to military and diplomatic and you know something that piques your interest and tricks you into you know infecting yourself
0: so we We feel as though they're they're being fairly successful on the social engineering end of things
1: uh yeah they use a variety of themes uh so basically the way this infection works is that when you when you open up a malicious shortcut file uh during the infection process uh they display a decoy document to you or a decoy picture to you uh and that document usually pertains to uh, a military topic or a, a diplomatic topic and that's how we feel that they're targeting specific personnel and you know the military and 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 you know the diplomatic community as well in certain geographies
0: So meanwhile, behind the scenes, while this rat is being deployed, what's going on there? How are they able to allow that to get its purchase on your system?
1: Uh, yeah so it it starts with the with the, with the malicious shortcut file right and uh the malicious shortcut file basically goes out and uh downloads uh something called an hta file it's uh an html application uh this is kind of like an html file but it can be opened uh using a native windows application that is not a web browser uh and they can use that uh malicious uh, hta file which can contain different types of uh scripts you know subscripts in them like javascript or vbscript and uh, uh, these files are hosted on in an, an attacker-controlled website or an attacker-controlled IP address, and that HTA file is what contains the actual RAT payload, which is in turn, you know, deobfuscated and then deployed uh, onto the victim's endpoint.
0: So, can you take us through the the spectrum of different rats that they have available to them, the the, the various things they're looking to install and the capabilities there?
1: Right. Uh, so. Uh, Primarily, they rely on two types of RAT families, which are their go-to RAT families. Uh, The first one is SATA RAT, uh, and the second one is uh, Alicor RAT. SATA RAT is a custom RAT that they built in-house. They use the C-sharp programming language, and it's basically a .NET-based RAT family. Uh, The second RAT uh, that they use is called Alicor. Uh, It's a commodity RAT. It's been available out in the wild. The source code for it has been uh, available out in the wild for quite some time now. This is a Delphi-based uh, RAT family, uh, and we've seen that Data RAT and alaco RAT have increasingly been deployed by these threat actors since uh, their discovery in 2019. Uh, other than these two primary RAT families, we've also found uh, four new custom RAT families. Um, you know, we found uh, Data RAT, which is um, you know another C cu- uh, Sharp-based custom RAT family. Uh, we named it Data RAT because you know I'm very bad at naming uh, rats. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, then we found reverse rat, we found Margulis rat, and then we found another one that's called action rat. So action rat is a rat family that is also Delphi based, and it's also C-sharp based. There's two versions that they maintain. If you if you just take a preliminary glances at it, it looks like alico rat, but it's really not alico rat. It's completely different. And this is a new rat family that we found, you know, uh, being used by the attackers. Uh, Other than the four custom rat families, we also found uh, three new commodity rats being used by the attackers. Uh, One is called Lilith, one is called Epicenter Rat uh both of these rat families are not very popular but they've been available out in the wild uh for for a long time these are commodity rats the source code is available online and you know attackers usually use uh commodity rats to throw off attribution you know so that they don't have to develop stuff in house that's one the other is that you know attribution becomes difficult cuz uh, these rat families commodity rat families are used by crimeware uh syndicates and also by APT groups uh the third uh commodity rat family that we discovered was NJRAT, and they've started. They've they've heavily started using this since uh, the beginning of this year, since January 2021. Uh, NJRAT family is uh, it's a very popular RAT family. Uh, you know, there's a number of APT groups, there's a number of crimeware groups that have uh, used NJRAT over over the years since it became available out in the wild. So yeah, it's basically two primary rat families followed by four custom rat families uh and three uh commodity rat families. Other than that, uh, we also know that um During their post-infection phase, you know, once they've deployed these rats and they've established a foothold on the system, uh, they will then start uh, deploying plugins, which are independent, dedicated malware uh, components uh, that run mutually exclusive of each other on the system to serve specific purposes. For example, we found uh, different types of file managers and file utilities that can be used to enumerate files and download files and exfiltrate files. We found different types of credential stealers that steal uh, credentials from different kinds of web browsers, uh, you know, Firefox, Chromium-based web browsers, uh, Internet Explorer, etc. Uh, we also found a peculiar... Um, plugin, which is uh, Golang-based. It's it's basically used for file enumeration, but it's also used to steal specific types of uh, database files that belong to a multi-factor authentication application that is developed and operated by the government of India. And this is interesting because they have a very heavy focus on uh, stealing credentials. So these attackers basically try to, uh, you know, get database files that lets them uh, access uh, restricted networks, or uh, lets them access restricted email boxes, or lets them get into VPNs, right? For uh, by using authentication, uh, that's one side of the coin here. Uh, on the other hand, we've also seen the attackers uh, set up fake login pages for uh, the government of India's webmail. Uh, Basically, this is a page that masquerades as a legitimate uh, login uh, portal for, you know, your email uh, via via the web browser and you enter your uh, user ID and your password and you basically end up divulging them uh, these credentials to the attackers. Based on their heavy focus on the credential stealing and the heavy focus on the rats, uh, they want to access restricted networks and restricted resources, and they want to establish that foothold. They want to maintain persistent access uh, into these networks and into these resources, which is basically, you know, your uh, typical espionage, uh, you know, over the wire. Do you have any sense for how precise they're
0: being? In other words, are they targeting a specific rat and a specific set of
1: plugins to specific people in specific positions so uh, primarily they target uh, military personnel and diplomatic entities uh, there there are a few rats that we haven't seen being deployed yet but we've discovered that you know there is a definitive link between sidecopy and and the rats uh, uh, that we've uh, we've disclosed in our research Other than that, uh, it depends on the situation. Like they, the rats are used to do preliminary reconnaissance, figure out whether the target is of value to them so that they can, you know, in turn deploy more rats and more plugins uh, onto their endpoint and establish, uh, you know, a more permanent uh, foothold uh, on the uh, victim's computer and in turn their restricted networks. How noisy is this?
0: If uh, someone, for example, has you know endpoint protection running on their system, is it
1: likely that it's going to be flagged here? Yes. So um, this this will be flagged and detected, provided that you have uh, you know you you have proper cyber hygiene. You restrict uh, different types of uh, file paths, and you restrict uh, different types of file behaviors, and you detect different types of file behaviors. Don't click or don't open files that you're not sure about. Which is like security one on one. If you if you're suspicious hmm. of something don't open that. Uh, But then yet again, you know, uh, people do open stuff. Uh, People, you know, they they are, we are all curious um, um, animals. So uh, (laughs) people do end up getting infected. So um, uh, coupled with the right threat intelligence, however, uh, like the one we provide, uh, you know, you can, you can easily block this rat if you follow uh, proper guidelines of security.
0: And and suppose someone has been infected
1: with it. Is it. Are there methods by which they try to maintain persistence? Uh, it's primarily the rats. Uh, the reason why they use a variety of rats is uh, probably because, you know, they, they want to go undetected. And even if one of their rat families is detected and disclosed, they can still rely on the other ones, uh, which is why they have this huge set of arsenal that they can deploy as and when they need. And do we have any notion who's behind this? We know that these guys are, uh, they, you know, they primarily focus on the Indian subcontinent. Uh, in terms of tactics, there is a very close resemblance to another APT group that's called Transparent Tribe. Uh, the code name is also APT thirty six or Mythic Leopard. Uh, this is another uh, APT group that uh, doesn't use the same infection chain. It does. It has. The, they have their own set of malware. Completely different set of malware. But the tactics that they use, uh, are, both of these groups are very similar. They target the same geographies, they use the same kind of layers, they use the same kind of malicious documents and the same kind of uh, themes uh, that, that both of these groups use. All we can say right now is that, um, you know, they have a very heavy focus on the Indian subcontinent.
0: Now, in terms of the the, the various rats that they're deploying here, would a victim find themselves... Typically infected with a single rat, or would they throw more
1: than one at someone? Yes. So, uh, when they started out their infection chains, they would primarily use SATA rat, just one rat family. And this was back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 2019, you know, into 2020 and 2021, they have increasingly started deploying a combination of rats. Uh, in one instance, uh, in more than a one uh, more than one instances, we found uh, the attackers deploy SATA rat and alaco rat on the same endpoint. Uh, then in another instance we saw them deploy a SATA rat and action rat uh, in one instance. Um, there were certain infection chains which were uh, where the attackers would deploy multiple copies of SATA rat along with uh, AlacoRat rat on the same endpoint. you know it's it's a bit of an overkill, but it shows their commitment towards infecting their victims, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of shows um, over engineering as well, you know because they, their infection chains are highly modularized. They're all over the place. They don't need to be so uh, modularized and uh, they don't need to deploy so many rats uh, on the endpoint at the same time. But it also shows their commitment, you know, as I said, uh, to uh, infect their victims.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So uh, to, to wrap up here, I mean, what are your recommendations then? What, what are the best ways for folks to protect themselves against this sort of thing?
1: Right. So I, I always say this um, with, with multiple, uh, you know, multiple infection chains and multiple rat families. It's very important to uh, have a layered defense model. You know, you should have protection over email. You should have protection over network. You should have protection over, uh, um, you know, the endpoint as well, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that, you know, you can catch and block these attacks at uh, different stages of the infection chain, you know, so that if 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 you miss one, you can catch them in during the other. Uh, And that's what's really important. You have to block these attacks because these are essentially, uh, you know, government-sponsored or uh, they're they're motivated by national interests. So they're they're highly dangerous uh, uh, groups that are operating uh, very dangerous malware, right? Uh, They're not driven by profit. They're driven by espionage. So it's very important to have a very layered defense model so that you can protect yourself across different attack surfaces, if I may say.
0: Our thanks to Ashir Maholtra for joining us. The research is titled Inside Copy How This APT Continues to Evolve Its Arsenal. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now, a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com/cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com/cyberwire. The Cyberwire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing Cyberwire team is Elliot Peltzman, Peru Prakash, Justin Sabi, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening.